0: Hello, 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 and happy Friday, April 2nd, 2021. Did you survive April Fool's Day? Did you get tricked? It was my mom's favorite day, and she always got me. Always. Every year, she got me, and I couldn't get her. Oh. So today, we're going to wrap up our message on holding on to hope. This is part three of holding on to hope. And today we're going to read from Psalm 37, 23 and 24 from The Voice. If you are right with God, he strengthens you for the journey. The eternal will be pleased with your life. And even though you trip up, you will not fall on your face because he holds you by the hand. Psalm 37, and 4, 24. When Yahweh delights in you, delights in how you live your life, he establishes your every step. If they stumble badly, they will still survive, for the Lord lifts them up with his hands. In Psalm 37, 23 and 24 from the NIV, The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. And we need to remember to hold on to hope. And... It's been a wonderful week so far, and I am grateful for all of you, for all of you that listen and take time to um, to listen and you know apply what you're learning. you know I heard from a listener who is a marine, hello Thomas, and you know he was sharing how. You know, he's encouraged by, you know, and he was saying, like, to write the goals down and the daily slip. And how many of you are doing that? I have mine tucked over my visor, and I read it when I get in my car every day. Um, This week, I don't have my car, so I put it in my purse so that I would still be getting that done. Huh? I... (laughs) So you heard the beep. Yeah. Um, I am using my hands free, so no worries. But I had to stop in at the ATM and I couldn't reach. Um, so anyway, back to holding on to hope. <laughs> my hope is always when I stop at the ATM that when I have to unlock all four doors, nobody gets on the other side. So now, you know, like the way my brain thinks. <laughs> um, I did stop recording. Anyway, I love this verse, Psalm 37 verses 23 and 24, and I think the version from the voice just speaks to me the most. And I had someone ask, You know, I they said, Why do you do three different versions or translations when you do your Bible readings? And I said, Well, do you like that or not like that? And she goes, Well, I like it because sometimes. I don't always get it the first time, but when I hear it in different versions or different ways, it clicks and one speaks to me more than the other. And I said, and that's why I do it. And, you know, sometimes the NIV will speak out to me. Other times the voice will speak out to me. And now this, the passion translation, this newest one I have, I'm really enjoying that. And one of my listeners and readers dear friend and she attends like Bible studies that I lead she bought me a new Bible that I had never heard of and she sent it to me and said oh look what I ordered and I said oh I've never heard of that I said could you bring it to church so that I could take a look at it I've never heard of that translation and then she showed up at my house later that day with it wrapped in a bag and her granddaughter brought it to the door and she called me and said it was a gift for you, but I wanted to make sure you didn't have it yet. And so I've just started exploring that one. And I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. But I didn't have it, so. And I love that. Like, so thoughtful. So utterly fabulous thoughtful. So, I mean, the woman answered her own question. Why do I do it? Because if I only read the one that spoke to me, I'm not going to reach as many of you. Whereas if I read it in two or three different translations, it only takes two to two and a half minutes, right? To read it in a few different translations, but more people will, you know, have God speak personally to them if I can read it in a few different versions, because, you know, one, the one that doesn't speak to me might be the one that you needed to hear. And they're all the same. It's just a different tweak, a different play on words and... We all need something differently at different times. And there's times when what spoke to me in one version or translation doesn't on a different day. So God's word is alive and active and it never goes away void whether we read it in a version that's not quite speaking to us or not. And reading my Bible and reading it in different versions is something that truly gives me hope. Because... There are people that have gone before us that have experienced far worse than I've ever experienced and you've ever experienced or we've experienced in this country and their faith, their testimonies encourage me and they give me hope and to be reminded, like Wednesday, we did John 3:16 and 17, which most people know whether you believe in God or not, right? You know, for God so loved the world that he sent his only son. And that's encouraging. That gives me hope that although there's days when it feels like this time on earth is forever, it's only a snippet of our life. Because when you have that personal relationship with Jesus and you believe in God and you're trusting the Holy Spirit, you have life eternal. Your soul is going to go to heaven and be reunited. You're going to meet Jesus. You're going to be reunited with your loved ones. And that, that is the greatest hope that we can all have. That when we die... Only our body dies here on earth. Our soul, when you have that relationship with Jesus, is lifted to heaven. And there's this great song, it's called uh, Give Me Jesus. It's an African folktale, I believe. Not folktale, an African. Uh, what's it called? It's of that genre Give Me Jesus, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Which I could not be, because, well, music's not my thing. But they're songs that speak to me. I can't sing them, but they dive into the depths of my heart. And every time I hear that song, I cry. And when I take my last breath here on earth and my soul lifted to heaven and I've shared this like when I've done speaking engagements because I travel, I, you know, and I've traveled to Texas to speak from New York and it was just, they covered my travel expenses in my room and board while I was there and I didn't charge for the speaking event itself. You know, they just covered my expenses and to share hope with other families of the missing in Texas and it was so much fun. But when I share... That song give me Jesus I just cry because as much as I want to see Jesus when my soul is lifted to heaven I want that I want God to give me Heidi I have Jesus I have Jesus in my heart I have Jesus in my life I have Jesus right there with me 24 7 365 when I take my last breath and I am lifted to heaven, I always pray as I hear that song, thank you, Jesus, that I already have you. I don't need to wait until I take my last breath to have you. I already have you in my life. Give me Heidi. I want to hug my sister. That's what I want. And You know, I had somebody say, don't you think that's kind of sacrilegious that you're taking a worship song about Jesus and saying you want your sister? And I said, I don't think so. God knows my heart. And I honestly, I love that song. It is such a powerful worship song. And it brings me to tears because I don't want it... to be given I already have Jesus I don't have my sister I want to hold her and love her and tell her I'm sorry that she had to go through what she went through that's what I want I already have Jesus so hope we need to hold on to that hope. And when you lose a loved one, whether it's to illness, old age, an accident, a tragedy, a suicide, we need to hold on to that hope that through our relationship with Jesus, we will be reunited with them again. And as we wait and pray, can lean on Jesus Jesus will hold you up Jesus is right there he is the hope capital T capital H he is the hope of the world and he's already overcome the world and any ugliness negativity rottenness that the world can toss at us God's already overcame that and we need to remember that on those tough days That's what we need to remember. Because God will never leave you. We turn from him. He never turns from us. And when we need him or we are feeling lost without him, all we have to do is say, Jesus, I need you. And he's there. And you're going to feel his presence In a way that is personal to you. God is just that cool. So Psalm 37 verses 23 and 24 from The Voice. If you are right with God, he strengthens you for the journey. Are you right with God? Are you taking time to pray? Are you confessing your sins? Are you going to church? Are you reading your Bible? If you are right with God, he strengthens you for the journey. It doesn't say if there's a journey. It says he strengthens you for the journey. You are going to have journeys in life. Some are going to be pleasant. Some are going to be difficult. Yet they're all going to make you stronger, better, How you respond and trust Jesus through it is going to be your witness to those that are watching and people are watching that you don't even know are watching and then verse 23 continues the the eternal will be pleased with your life God is pleased with us when we are doing all we can do he knows we're going to make mistakes he knows that we're going to have faults this is not new to God we are sinful bunch of humans and we are not perfect and we're not called to be perfect but when we're right with God he's going to strengthen us for that journey and he's going to be pleased with us and then verse 24 and even though you trip up I love that this is why I love the voice even though you trip up so even though you screw up make a mistake you will not fall on your face I love this version, Psalm 37, 23, and 24 from The Voice, in case you haven't written it down. Even though you trip up, you will not fall on your face because, why? Because God holds you by the hand. God is holding you by the hand through whatever you are going through. When we're right with him, he is there with us through the journey and strengthening us. And I think there is so much hope in those two verses because we're all going to go through a journey we're all going to need his strengthening we're all going to need him to hold our hand so even when you feel alone and as if no one's there, one, you're not alone there's always someone there God has placed someone in your circle in your path to strengthen you and lift you up and his power and his love and God is always there so you could be in the depths of darkness you could be in a physical place of darkness all alone and God is right there with you we just need to close our eyes we need to pause and we need to pray and remember that God is there And sometimes we need to keep our eyes open and look up and look around because sometimes God's there. God's doing his darndest to help us, but we keep tripping up because we're walking with our eyes closed for too long. And we need to open our eyes to the mistakes and the way we are tripping up, right? Open your eyes because sometimes God's there and God tried to steer you in a different direction and you ignored that I've done it you know I can raise my hand and say guilty, been there, done that yet God does not hold that against us he just moves on and you say God I'm sorry you know I'm sorry you were there you tried to help me, I ignored you Lord help me make this right And there will be pain. There will be, you know, struggles. But that's when we grow. Yet that's also when we're modeling and demonstrating hope and faith and trust in God. And that's when we're living our faith, and that's what people are seeing. I mean, it's one thing to say, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. And then to go and do things that are the polar opposite. And I am telling you, I'm not perfect. You know, I make mistakes. I sin every day just like everybody else does. We all do. And the goal is to strive not to. And especially when you are walking around with your cross on your necklace or your jewelry or you're wearing your faith t-shirts or you got your bumper stickers, I am telling you, you better watch what you're doing and saying because people are watching you even closer than they're watching your neighbor because they want to know, oh, they claim to be this, but, you know, look at that. They just did X, Y, and Z. And they'll say, oh, I thought you were a Christian. You know, and I have family members that they they rib me quite hard. Um, because that's what they do. And, you know, so I will have a drink of alcohol. And, but I don't talk about it per se as much like out in a environment because someone had said well you don't want to do that because if you have someone struggling that's an alcoholic recovering alcoholic you wouldn't want to be the one that pushed them over the edge so I don't talk about it much anymore but you know I'll go and have a drink with my dad you know at the bar on a Friday or whatever to go and have a drink with my dad there's nothing wrong with that I don't go to get inebriated. I don't go to, you know, get drunk. I go to have a drink with my dad. You know, and so I've had people say, oh, sure, you're supposed to be such a great Christian, and here you are at the bar having a drink. And I said, well, I said, last I checked, the Bible doesn't say I'm, you know, this terrible Christian because I had a drink. I'm not here getting drunk. I'm here having a drink with my dad. So you need to be careful yeah, I appreciate that they say it to my face so they don't say it behind me. You know, I love that because that's how much they love me. And so, you know, but it opens up great conversation too. You know, that, you know, I never claimed to be perfect. I never claimed to have it all together. And most Christians you meet are going to tell you that they are broken, Right. But it's in our brokenness that we're beautiful. And there's some great worship music out there about that. And, you know, and it's in our brokenness that we truly do shine are our light for Jesus. So I want to encourage you to hold on to that hope. Hold on to that light. And not to give up. So when you fall on your face and um, you trip up, just remember, God's going to hold you by your hand. And if that doesn't give you hope, I don't know, I guess I have to dig deeper. But for me to know that when I trip up and fall on my face, God's going to be right there holding my hand and helping me up, there's nothing more hopeful. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful Easter. Thank you for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'm your hostess, Lisa, and I look forward to uh, talking with all of you next week and Make some memories and hold on to hope.